Good morning, church. I have a question for you. Do you know that the Lord has noticed you? Do you know that he's noticed you? I'm not talking about that he, you know, he died to save the world and you're part of the world, so you're clearly part of that. But I mean, you particularly, you specifically, that this call that the, this Lord who died on the cross was specifically, he came and he died for the world, but for you specifically. Do you, do you know that, church? that the Lord has noticed you. If you don't, what would it take for you to know? What do you think it would take? Do you think he would have to, um, let's say, satisfy, provide some physical proof perhaps, or, or spiritual proof? Let's say spiritual proof, but then you can always argue whether or not that actually happened. How about some physical proof? Maybe keep his promises from way back, make a promise to you and all that. The text this morning is really about this. It's really about the Lord taking notice that he sees each of us individually. And I'm going to say it this way. Mary's magnificent. That's the that's the technical term for the text we're in this morning at Luke 1, 46 to 55. I'm going to go back just a little bit further into the text this morning to, to talk about this, but um, it's not as the angel speaks to her, but as she goes and visits Elizabeth. And Elizabeth speaks about the Lord that she will carry. Let's go to the text. Let's go to the text. I'll read the whole thing back from, uh, this is uh, Luke 1.30, and we're going to go to about 55, but I want to do this. The angel is speaking now. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and he will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. And the baby So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. And Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said to me come true. And then the angel left. A few days later, Mary went into the hill country to Judea to visit Zechariah and Elizabeth. Elizabeth greeted her, and at the end of Mary's at the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child, that's John the Baptist, leapt within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. 
Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed what the Lord had said. Now listen to this for a second. Elizabeth was considered barren as elderly, all this. She's got a baby. And when Mary comes, it all changes. Here's the magnificent. This is Mary now. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and the haughty ones. He has brought down the princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he has made his promises to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. That's where we're going to start start talking about this this week. Last week, I spoke to you specifically about faith. This is the third week of Advent. It was hope, faith. This is the pink candle, the week of love. Um, how do you, we spoke in the faith comment about how do you hold on when your spirit groans within you this week? Love, I, I, I just need to talk, you know, as we live our lives and our spirits groan within us, it becomes an enormous big deal for you to know that the Lord has noticed you. That is the line that I'm happening upon in this text. I'm bursting with God news. I'm dancing the song of my Savior God. God took one good look at me and look what happened. I am the most fortunate woman in the world. That's the message in Luke 1. It's true. Now, as we go to the story, Mary kind of has some of the same doubts in the process that um, Zechariah did, Elizabeth's husband. How can this happen? And the angel was a little more patient with her than he was. And she responds that, you know, may it be as you said. It's, it's pretty easy to understand that she would go, an angel's talking to me. I'm going to be pregnant. Um, all this stuff, it's going to be a holy baby. May it be that way, but we'll see. That's kind of the, the, the way that I was reading this the other day. And I'm thinking, you know, when she went off to Elizabeth to visit Elizabeth and to wait for Elizabeth's baby to be born and all that, what do you think? Do you think she was going for sort of proof that this was really happening? I think I think it's completely possible. And then she gets there and Elizabeth is pregnant. That's physical proof, physical proof that God is coming about and doing this thing that he's, she's talked about. And then spiritual truth, Elizabeth prophesies in this very moment, physical proof, just as she's doing this. And Mary sort of bursts forth. 
My spirit rejoices, God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. I want you to know from now on, all the generations will call me blessed. That's the way it is for us as we await and look in love. We have this hope that lies within us and our faith just clings to it even when things aren't going the way that we always think it is. And then there's the promises of God. But sometimes we think that those promises are just sort of out there and they're approached for us. And we're kind of, it's, you know, all those promises are for all y'all. They're for everybody, all y'all. And you know, if you happen to be over there, then you're part of the group. But but this story is really specific that God has noticed a lowly servant girl. It's not that the promises aren't for the world, aren't for the tribe of Israel, aren't aren't for the nation of Israel, aren't for the tribe of Judah, aren't just for that, but they're also there are all those things, but they're also really specifically offered. And and this Sunday, this love Sunday, it's true. I want you to hear this. Like Mary, the Lord your God has noticed you. The Lord your God has noticed you. He's noticed you. He's noticed all y'all, but he's also noticed you specifically. And as I point to you this morning, I want you to know, just understand that I'm speaking specifically to you, not a generalized you, but you specifically for every single person listening this morning, that this is what I need you to know. But, but I want you to hear this struggle from Mary's point of view, that, that all these promises that God's made, that all the proof that we're demanding, all right here, when our spirits are groaning, I need to ask you if you know that the Lord has noticed you. Do you know that the Lord has noticed you? What's it going to take to revive and to and for your spirit to revive out of its groanings and its slumber to to know that God this is the one who shows mercy and acts justice who keeps his promises for many generations that's what he he feeds the mouth of the needy and he the people that that come proud he he sends away he turns away he's dethroned princes he's lifted them he's scattered the proud and haughty his arm has done mighty deeds throughout this thing but not just for the for the generalized world or the people of God but you really specifically he has taken notice of you how will your response be, how will it revive you out of its groanings of your spirit? How long and what will it take for the Lord to speak into your heart to hear, I love you. I've noticed you. 
What will it take? Will it have to be the fulfillment of century-old promises that he, he will come and, and live amongst his people and he will remove the sin of the land in a single day? He will remove your heart of stone. He will give you a heart of flesh. He will pour his spirit in you. He will woo you into this relationship. He will guide you and develop you and he will disciple you and he will bring his kingdom about in your heart. He will do all that stuff. What does he need to do? Does he need to do a miracle in your spirit? Does he need to give you a vision, spiritual proof that as all this is going on, does he need does he need to send an angel to talk to you? Does he need to do miracles nearby so that you will know he's active, that this is keeping his promises, it's spiritual proof, it's physical proof. And Mary's response after all of this, as the message says, is I'm bursting with God news. I'm dancing the song of my Savior God. God took one good look at me and look what happened. Can you say that to yourself this morning? God took one good look at me. He noticed me. Say this to yourself. God noticed me. Can you say that again? God has noticed me. Yes, that's the promise. He's kept his promises. He spoke to our spirits and he's done all that with his Holy Spirit. And then he's planted himself inside and he's provided physical proof all the way open, all the way nearby. And I just need you to hear this Sunday morning on the day, on the, on the Sunday of love, the pink candle Sunday of Advent that Jesus loves you and God's got your back, that he's noticed you. And so your work today is to keep your eyes wide open and your hearts responsive. May your heart be as responsive as Mary's here when Elizabeth speaks and prophesies to her that that would you dance with the song of your Savior, save, Savior God, would you, would your heart, your spirit rejoice in God? Oh, how your soul can praise the Lord. May you be revived as you notice and keep your eyes open and you hear his promises at work in your life. May it be this way. Can you tell yourself, the Lord has noticed me? Will you pray with me? Lord Jesus, this morning, as we're here, often we just feel like our groanings have overcome us and overwhelmed us to the point where we don't actually think that you've noticed us specifically. I ask that you would, that you would do and reach whatever is necessary, however necessary, into every heart here, that they would know that, the, that you have noticed them. Whether the world notices or not, you do. We lift this up in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen.